This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is August 29th, 2021. This is not the list in your boy. Jimmy Van is out again, but we are still brought to you by twitter.com slash destiny FOMO. We don't have the overlay up here, so we're going to add an extra week onto her, her, her ad plan, but twitter.com slash destiny FOMO. I'm joined today by Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are you? I'm Sean Ross Sapp. I only call Jeff when I'm going on nighttime excursions to toy stores. <laughs> when, what? Now, when, when did I do that? Uh, for a couple of the SmackDown reviews. I didn't go for toy stores. Yeah, he went to toy vomit on one of those nights, as I I recall. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been there on a Friday. There are receipts that need to be had here, Sean, because on that night we did have a sponsor uh, ad by you. Yeah. Where you were plugging a mattress and said, since you guys are listening to Jeremy and Jeff, you might need a good mattress. (laughs) Well, I mean, was I wrong? (laughs) Probably not not on that SmackDown. Was I wrong? (laughs) Guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, get your super chats in, then get your question or statement read on the air, and it supports us an awful lot. Uh, This show will largely be dictated by you guys, because like, what on earth could Jeff and I just possibly even talk about? The Irish goodbye that Fightful gave me that... Oh my gosh. There's going to be nothing but guilt trips for me for an hour. Nothing but guilt trips. Um, <laughs> guys, of course, we do have our post-AEW show tonight. I dropped interviews this week with Selena De La Renta and Alicia Atut, as well as Alex Shelley, which is one that I've wanted to do for an awful long time. So I hope you guys check it out. I got EC3 coming up this week as well, ahead of Free the Narrative 2. But we got wrestling to talk about. And everybody's talking about this, this Rochester show tonight uh, for for uh aew um and obviously there's a, a deep connection there to brody lee bunch of people are we're speculating bray wyatt bray wyatt I've, I've not heard that at all people that i reach out close to them are like where the hell is this coming from like they they they're very confused about it he's a very private guy in general but i think the connection to brody lee is why people are speculating it i'm not i'm under the impression he's on a 90 day and that would not be up yet. So I don't know where exactly that all came from. How are you feeling about the possibility in general of Bray Wyatt joining AEW, much less tonight? I'm about 50-50. Not tonight, but in general. Uh, You know, he may give up the non-compete. He's making enough in merch money. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he is, he's been, it's funny. Some guy, one person uh, sent me the internals of merchandise and he was always top three, top five every week. He may give up that, uh, that I could, I could see him giving up for like a one day contract too. I mean, just because they were tight. Sure. Uh, just for that chance, because look, you're not going to get another show like this. This is yeah. a one-time thing to honor your friend. I could see them. 
I could see deals being made, and I could also see it not being publicized because yeah, he is a, he is a very private. He is a very private guy. Yeah, so he would play any deal like that very, very close to mm -hmm. the vest. Um, Evan Wright says, "Can't wait for the sixteen-man tag. It just sounds fun." So I have been filming, and I didn't actually see that. So I'm going to pull that up right now. A sixteen-man yes. tag match: Dark Order to team with Orange Cassidy against oh boy let's see i guess it's going to be hfo because that's Has the only hfo got to be hfo yeah it is it's hardy family offices also on this show jungle boy versus adam cole thunder rosa and nyla rose uh jade cargill speaking cody rhodes and lee johnson against dante and Ma matt seidel that might be really good miro and sammy what are you particularly looking for on this show i actually I'm most interested in the Brody Lee stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I like the, they do tributes a classy way. Yes, they do. <laughs> and my, my time watching WWE has been, made me so cynical towards all they do is a graphic or maybe a mention. And then they just move on with it. The whereas, bell. yeah. Uh, part of me really wants a personal connection. I, I'd love for them to do something for Harrington on this show. I'll yeah. be honest with you, because I mean, those two were tight. Chris yeah, Harrington, are. one of the executive vice presidents there. Uh, but overall, you look, there's going to be a lot of neg there's going to be some minus negative one fan service. You got to understand that, which which I think is also good, if not sometimes revisited a bit too much. But really, how much can you revisit it? Uh, and I think tonight's the night that the Dark Order reunites. I think that's Dude. that's going to be the big moment. Do you think we see Hangman Page tonight? I think that's that's the guy to, to unless it's a unless it's the way they're bringing Bray in to then feud with Hangman yeah. or maybe even join with Hangman. I think I think that's the way they do it. You bring I in think, Hangman. I think Orange Cassidy order. needs to get laid out. I yeah. think he needs to get laid out, and then who's gonna replace him? Oh my goodness! And everybody knows. Oh, then, oh, a, let's rack our brains. Yeah, AEW's <laughs> real good at that. At, yeah, like you know what's gonna happen, and it doesn't hurt it. It helps it because it builds the anticipation. They did that with CM Punk as well, uh, and that has me pretty excited for this show. What what they do really really well, and I don't think this gets said enough, even if it gets said often, is they give you expectations and then they fulfill them. Yes. They let you go home happy. They let you have the moment. They don't try and swerve you for the heat. You want to see CM Punk and get ice cream bars? Here you go, kids. I and mean, it's cream. a simple thing. You think CM Punk's getting cut in on those ice cream bars? I hope so. He should be. They're eight bucks each. They're very good. Like, it's one of the rare things you eat at a venue and you're like, it was expensive, but it was pretty good. Like, it's, it's not for an like dollar ice yeah. cream bar. Number one, it, he better get the promise. Yeah. Number two, it better be made from the milk of golden cows. It's or... <laughs> really good. It is really, really good. Uh, Rob DeVore says he'll be in attendance tonight. Hope Sammy wins. A reminder, guys, get your super chats in. It'll get your question or statement read on the air. We got Miro and Sammy. I'm excited for that. Uh, I heard that Miro getting on the show last week was a last minute thing. Otherwise, they were just going to rock with what they had. And I'm glad they did because I think Miro is so good at the 30 second promos. Yes. That they've leaned on it too much. They've been like, oh, he can get himself over in 30 seconds to 45 seconds by talking about God and his wife. That that's all we need. And I'm sure that, that that's great for them, but you got to do some other stuff. So we got to see him put 
uh, Fuego through the table. So funny live because they cut to Fuego six times laying there dead. And it's like, <laughs> no, we know he's still dead, guys. We we know you don't have to go back to that. But uh, this TNT title match, what are you thinking? I think it's time to belt Sammy. I, I think I think if, if he's one of the guys, you got to belt him. I mean, it's it's so weird because they've been playing up for months now that Jungle Boy is the next man up. Yeah. And I think they've made him lose one too many times in big, big situations to the point where now Sammy's the guy that's going to be the hot young hand for now. Yeah. And Jungle Boy's got plenty of time. That's yes. the beauty of this. Yeah. And Eight. and his entrance is more of a get him in a, get him a tag team run first and then a singles title to me. I'm wondering if they do something with this TNT title uh, in honor of Brody as well. I know they've already, quote unquote, retired the Brody belt. But I, think, yes. I wonder if there's some sort of uh, one's presentation of sorts yeah. to retire. And then maybe Miro gets a little heat off of that. And then people are just dying for the Sammy win here. Yeah, I think that could be good, too. Sammy's just got to be in the ring more. Like, we don't see him wrestle ever. Yeah. It, and sometimes that, that plays to the advantage. Like, when MJF wrestles, I feel like it's special now because we never see him wrestle. I, I feel like, though, it see, there's a part of me that goes, this the Sammy part hasn't been built up enough. Yeah. And I think that'd be a little bit rushing it, but I could see them doing it for the moment. We got Matt Reichel saying Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson being taped tonight for Rampage. That is a hell of a match. That is, I mean, Nick Jackson's the one that I look at and I was like, he could he could do something from singles. I mean, I think that's pushed back quite a bit now because they're so stacked. AEW is. Two years ago, I was like, man, maybe they'll have him do that. But that's going to be a dope match anyway. Um, we've got all kinds of stuff going on. But speaking of Brian, Anakin says, when Brian returned, WWE had him checked out by a doctor after every match. Do you know if he was, if he still was there and AEW is having him checked? I don't believe he was by the end of his WWE run, but I could be wrong about that. Uh, I think by then they kind of trusted that, that he was going to be okay and good to go. Do you have any insight on that by chance? I haven't asked about that. I would assume, though. That they're keeping a watchful eye sure. on him as that, that they're gonna be a little bit more let's put it this way, he's not gonna be getting Z packs at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh guys, leave a thumbs up. Of course, we will have plenty of coverage of AEW will be here tonight after the show. Uh we obviously this is gonna lean heavily into the Brody Lee stuff as it should. Uh, and and like you said, they do these these tributes very, very well. Uh, I mean, the, the Brody Lee tribute show was one of the greatest wrestling shows I've ever seen. It was so emotional and um, it's what the audience, I think, needed. Um, so I'm very excited to see this. Uh, we have people asking about SummerSlam possibly in the UK. I don't know if it'll be SummerSlam, but I have heard they're planning a show in the UK. I've heard I've heard they may even try to go Labor Day weekend, which would be pretty pretty wild but you know what they would be going the afternoon i would imagine of uh of probably the same day of all out knowing them your thoughts on SummerSlam or, or a big stadium show in the uk to me it's long overdue um hope they can fill it up but i mean based on what i had heard there's a good chance that summer might be full of stadium shows between Allegiant, between SummerSlam and whatever they do in September if it's not SummerSlam. 
it's long, long, long overdue. I, I recall re reviewing when we were doing weekly reviews and those tapings that they do in the UK, yeah. which were just nothing. They were nothing tapings. Every time they go over there, it would just be kind of like, yeah, let's let's put that stupid phone booth on the stage, tape some matches for the UK. They, this UK audience, which is rabid for a hot wrestling product, isn't getting it with NXT UK as much as I think NXT UK is one of their better shows. Yes. But they need, to me, if they're going to do a stadium show, I think part of that would be getting this nxt uk brand hot as well as a tie-in i do i think i don't think you have to crown somebody like a, a tyler bait there necessarily but local local heroes are good for wrestling yes. and there's not enough of that in 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 this company they they primarily book for an american audience they always say they're booking for an american audience they always say everything they do for ratings is for the american audience but the UK audience, I mean, used to be one of their hottest audiences, and they've killed it over over the years. I mean, look, they still sell out. Don't get me wrong, but the enthusiasm gap now is they're begging AEW to come over there. Yeah, from the hardcore UK fans, the ones that loved UK indies and have now kind of been saddened that they've been killed by the by the rise of NXT UK in many ways. I, I, I think it'd be great. I think. Uh, yeah, I think you got to get some homegrown talent on that show, but I think it's about time. Look, they have to stay up till what, 3 a.m. to watch our pay-per-views? Yes. I think it's about time we had to stay up to 3 a.m. to watch one of theirs. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, we'd be watching it in the afternoon. Yeah, of course we would. And I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. Speaking of, speaking of, while we're on that topic, Royal Rumble, as Fightful Select reported, St. Louis. Uh, now, a they had talked about doing February. Now, for those who don't understand why, Royal Rumble, they like to do it between the conference finals, or I think it's conference championship, the NFL yes. game, and the Super Bowl. There's a one-week gap there. So instead, they're like, well, let's just do it on Saturday. And I've heard that Nick Khan has been instrumental in that. If that's the case, great, great. I th I'm, I'm down with more Saturday pay-per-views. There were a lot of people who had some emotions about a possible February Royal Rumble uh, because it's always been in January. There were a lot of people that were pissy about it. Where? So what would hold you have on, thought hold on. of? You guys are pissy. The whole reason the Royal Rumble came about was because of an NWA pay-per-view that yes. they wanted to one-up. So you got an axe to grind. I'm Paul Bunyan over here, okay? They it helped kill the wrestling of my youth. But I mean, 35 of these yeah. have been, or 34 of these have been in January. This one will continue to be in January, but on a Saturday, which is something they used to do. They've done mm -hmm. it before. Uh, they, they've done plenty of them. I mean, SummerSlam, a couple of WrestleManias. I, I'm down with normalizing these Saturday pay-per-views. I love Saturday pay-per-views. I wish AEW would move theirs back to Saturdays because then you have the Sunday to recover if you stay up till midnight on the yes. East coast, say if it runs a little long, I have no problem with them moving the Royal rumble to February. Want to know why? Because those pay-per-views in between rumble and mania don't Pointless. matter. Pointless. They don't matter unless you're putting up the title shot in the elimination chamber, which is a little bit much to have between rumble yep. and mania, because I don't know if you've noticed 
it takes a toll on people's bodies when they're yeah. in the elimination chamber and people get injured at times and sometimes it ruins mania plans. I never Please. liked them. I never liked them doing title matches in the chamber. Mm-hmm. It's like they were they go, "Okay, you got to beat 30 people to get a title shot, but then we're going to give five people a title shot the next month." And I'll have people that go, "Well, it's at WrestleMania." And I was like, "Well, any of those people could win the title and compete at WrestleMania as a champion." I I never liked that. I I would like like a medium-sized show right there, like a six-match, two-hour special event show, or just stack Raws in that period. I, I love how AEW has done things where they're like, we're going to make the shows surrounding the pay-per-views really big. That way, it, and it's got important stuff on it, too. Well, look... What was I going to say? I had a thought and I just lost it right there. Boy, is that, uh, is no, that ever stay, a descriptor? Oh, I'm an old man. Uh, <laughs> stay away from football. That's pretty much my thing. Yes. Stay away from Lord Football. Football rules in the States. I thought there was a dopey award show that was also usually head to head with uh, with the Rumble. Was it? The, I wanted to say the Grammys if it's on like oh, the boy. last Sunday in, uh, in January or so. Sometimes it's the first in February. I couldn't care less about I could award not. shows. No, oh. near, near do I, but people love those things. There, there's something that always went head to head with the rumble and you're like, hmm, okay. But yeah, it, look, takeovers on Saturdays were great. Takeovers on Wednesdays were spectacular at a time. But I, I am for moving away from the Sunday pay-per-view if at all possible. Yeah. I don't need them. I don't need to be on weeknights, but uh, now that they've, essentially killed the NXT takeover brand in many ways in terms of being the Saturday before the big events on Sundays. Also in some way to also quell NXT stealing every weekend. I, I'm I'm for moving those uh those rumbles to Saturday. I'm I'm cool with that. Give me give me a mania on Saturday. I thought, you know Yeah. I, I love the two they, nights. Yeah, I like the two nights. I like that they're not doing a 12 hour marathon show where you're trying to find wrestlers love it too. All the wrestlers I talk to love it because the crowd's hotter for their stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, Stellar Justin Lopez says, Saturday pay-per-views for both companies from now on, please. Well, you'll get that during football season from AEW because Tony Khan has said that he does not like to go up against the NFL. He doesn't like to go up against the UFC pay-per-views either by the looks of it. Uh, College football. (laughs) Yeah, very, very smart. Um, I got to agree with that. I I think it's a good move. Uh, well, we've got a lot of people asking about NXT 2.0. Thoughts on Joe Gacy's woke wrestler? <laughs> Just on that, or can we get go into other? We'll, we'll go into other topics later. On that itself, you know, it's funny when they did this type of character with uh, CJ Parker. That the you know, kind of the th- this is the through the looking glass CJ Parker to me. Yeah. Except there, they were mocking the people that were like this. Yes. Here, they're mocking the people who like the people like this. <laughs> yes. I, like, it, it's difficult for me to tell if it's supposed to be sarcastic or if it's supposed to be... That's it's, how he is. It's making fun of the audience more than it's making fun of the performer here doing yeah. it. And that's that's the subtle shift here. It's, and that's why it, it feels like it might backfire even worse because there is something about art forms that insult their audience where they don't, where, where people just go, I'm not going to watch anymore. If you're going to, me and my friend Mark will stop watching. And then people and their friend Marks stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's how it is. They booked this in reverse. Like the, the end game is like, 
him getting his ass kicked real quick. Yes. And they already did that last week with Cameron yes. Grimes. Yes. So it's, it's just have him talk a few times and then Cameron Grimes beat his ass and then move on to something else. They already have a character you want to see get beat up in, in uh, chase. Yes. So you don't need this. You don't need to insult your audience. And really there is, there is between retribution and the aforementioned CJ Parker, when they do socio-political gimmicks, yes, they don't do them well. The commentary they're making is always negative towards it. To me, it's almost, dare I say they're making fun of the AEW Twitter audience in some ways can, with this Gacy character. I can he, see that. If he came out with a stopwatch during women's matches, would that uh, <laughs> tick people off? That's so enough? terrible, but you're right. You know, it, it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a dangerous game to both want your audience to watch, but also at the same time, tell them that they're terrible people. But I, it, there's also a part of me that really respects this because they're trying to get a younger audience. They're trying yeah. things here. I mean, look, the, the, the entire show feels like, as I put last night, when Sunny Delight rebranded itself as Sunny D to try and make itself cool to people. And it's just like, it's orange juice. You're never going to make that crap cool yes. to me. It, it felt, oh, yes. Someone in the chat just reminded me of the uh, Zeb Coulter and Swagger thing. Yep. Yeah, and, that and wasn't, I don't, I disagree with, with the, with someone saying that was done well. I don't think that was necessarily done well, to be no, honest I don't with either. you. Uh, thank you to Melvin Russell Chat for joining. Uh, Nicholas says, why have they not changed Tony D'Angelo's name yet? So <laughs> I posted on Twitter that I went, because uh, I went to New York last week. Oh, did you? A, yes. Posted a picture with my slice of pizza. And everybody's like, Esbaros. And that's not where I went. I went to <laughs> Joe's Pizza. I went to Joe's. Well, you call it Esbaro. whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Esbaro. <laughs> they're like, eh, LMAO. And no, I went to Lulu's. I went to Joe's. But I said, wow, I post one picture of pizza and everybody in my replies turns into Tony D'Angelo. And then somebody quote tweeted and they said, well, to show you how bad he's doing that gimmick, he's supposed to be from Chicago. Not New York. <laughs> well, number one, you had to, you would have had to have made it a Polish name in 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 Chicago. Really, yeah. I mean, in some ways. So this is the name of a disgraced hockey player, racist <laughs> hockey player. This, Why this this gimmick is so anachronistic? Nineteen eighty five thinks it's stale. Yes. If his so finisher bad. isn't named the Gabagool, what are we doing here? Even uh. So. <laughs> I had somebody who used to work for NXT message me and they said they told me I wasn't TV ready <laughs> after that ran <laughs> and they were very upset about it. I, um, you know, I don't mind. I think, Again, I think if this were a couple months ago and they screwed up with this name, uh -huh. they would have been like, yeah, we got to change the name yeah. because they're leaning into the, we're going to say bullshit. We're going to pull out rubbers on the show. We're going to do the woke thing. They're like, what, the, who the hell could possibly care? Oh God, this thing though. It's like my uncle's in waste management. I'm working <laughs> here at the docks. It's like every bad, if he, I don't know if you ever saw when Jim Cornette tried to do this in Smoky mountain with Mark Kyle. Where he's bringing, where he's dressing him. in the suit, the zoot suit, bringing a violin case to the ring. Yes. Ah, you know, this is, 
unless this goes into self-parody, I, I don't I don't see where this goes. Like maybe uh, he's imagining all these things in his head at one time. It's just have him look up and just have the screen go black and that'll be the think, end of the Tony I, I don't think they're self-aware enough. Uh Hannah says, I think Gacy is hilarious because he reminds me of half the Midwest <laughs> Mitchets. <laughs> Glad you said that because I had to get unfollowed for something like that. Well, I mean, I I applaud NXT for throwing everything at the wall they can oh, because Braun Breaker has stuck. I'm very excited. Well, not the name. Rex Steiner. I, I would love that name. And I had a top NXT person that was like, man, he really had a he had a real good chance as Rex Steiner. And they're like, yes. They're like, he's he's going to have to overcome some stuff as Braun Breaker. But, uh, like, could you imagine, it, like, back in the day, it's like, it's now a, on Regis and Kathy Lee, it's Braun Breaker. If you're going to give them these generic creator wrestler names, at least give them a nickname or something. Yeah. You know, ha- give them a hook. Like, look. Rex Breaker would have been better. I like the Rex aspect of it because it's it's almost like the the uh the the dog imagery like rex it's a common dog's yeah. name and his dad was uh the dog faced gremlin his last name is rex steiner oh man it's it's such a it's such a loss of, and look i people like legacies i know that seems weird to vincent company but people <laughs> oh that's steiner's kid look at him he looks like a steiner he acts like yeah. a steiner he's got that that's and with your older demo so to speak, that speaks right to the people you want to be watching this show. But I mean, like the name Ray Stevens was generic and you call him Ray the Crippler Stevens and all of a sudden everybody's yes. on the edge of their seat. Give them things like, like Von Wagner is a crap name. And I love, yes. I love Wayne the Train Bloom from the AWA days. He's one of my favorite promos ever because that, that whole shtick with Mike Enos was fantastic. And I was, I was hoping... When I saw Cal Bloom on the screen a few times, I go, he looks just like his old man. He sure if does. he can talk half as good as, he can't talk half as good as his old man <laughs> yet. But Von Wagner is like a, a bad old Navy line of clothing. That's what, that's what that sounds like. It sounds like, it sounds like a clothing line. That's a, do you right. have new Von Wagner jeans somewhere? It's the kind where you like pick up in a pinch at JC Penny. Oh, I don't have a, I don't have a shirt to wear for this wedding. And you get a Von Wagner. It's the Levi knockoffs that JC yes. has in its jeans department. That's what Von Wagner's or like his last name should be Von Wagner, like Cal Von Wagner. That'd be at yes. least a little interesting. But I no. agree. There are just little things like calling him Keith Bearcat Lee instead of Bearcat Keith Lee. Yeah. Just make it easier. Yeah. Hannah says, I always remember Shaw saying how they pulled back the Guerrero name because they told her she couldn't suck. I wonder <laughs> if they did the same to see how the crowd reacted to him. I would love it if he said, my name is not Braun Breaker. I'm not a shark. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm not an Go avalanche. All Uncle I'm a Scott man. And just pull the curtain back. I'm a Steiner, damn it. What are you going to do about it? Look, yeah. if you're worried about even, him. Even say that. Even say, they don't want me to tell you that I'm a yes. Steiner. Oh, that'd be good shit. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Or, you know, if you're worried about the sucking, how about this? How about you put the people out there for a few weeks <laughs> and see if they suck before you yeah. say, we, we, we don't want you to suck. So we're going to give you this sucky name and you have to, you have to overcome just generic <laughs> off-brand clothing label names that we're going to get the, the brawn breaker. So it's like something you, you wear in a rainstorm or something like that. <laughs> it, 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 it's stupid. I mean, you, it's, it's outerwear for when you mountain yes, climb. Yes. It, it's winter wear for, for ski season. Have you tried the brawn breaker yet? It protects you from all the elements, keeps you warm. Uh, I love the integration of so many different women on this show. That's good. Uh, I think that Mandy Rose can work just fine in a top title program on NXT with Raquel. I think that's good. Um, probably my favorite thing about NXT last night, besides whipping out all the rubbers, was the <laughs> fact that a blue thunder bomb won a wrestling match. <laughs> I was so excited about that. Uh, Electra Lopez got the win over BFAB. That was cool. Like the, they're seeing who works and who doesn't, and I like that because the old method of NXT, one, I didn't like how dark it was. I didn't no. like how drab it was. I like that they've turned up the lights, uh, but I also like that they're they're shitting or getting off the pot with so many of these people because what promoter would leave Malcolm Bivens sitting for two years? Nobody. That is, That's just criminal. Right. It's so weird. And for so long, there were just people that just sat there and they didn't do anything for years on end. Deanna Perazzo didn't do anything for years. Chelsea Green didn't do anything for years. Like, and, and you know what? All three of those people that sat there for years would fit in great with this NXT 2.0 mm-hmm. because they, they could just, they could, they just need do ring it. generals. That's the they problem now generals. is they don't have any ring generals down there because they don't want the veterans. Like, I, I think this is, I think actually, uh, the Monet. I was trying to think of her WWE name. I want to call her Taya Valkyrie. So much. I think they'd take yeah. her up because I think she's aged out of this new NXT. I, I, I think I she's think send her to raw. Yeah. Please to be uh, enhancement we... or something to that effect. I, uh, I really like Zoe Stark a lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, her and EO are a pretty good team. I'm tired of the, can they get along stuff though? But, yeah. uh, you're right. They're, they're putting in a lot of new faces. It's just, how much patience are people going to have with uh, <laughs> with green people? I like the squash matches. The problem is don't introduce the people that are going to lose in the squash match. That's something that they're doing that's driving me up the wall. Yeah. I don't care about the people who are going to be losers. Stop it. 
give me the winners. You know what the the thing they did with uh Josh Briggs and uh Buchanan's kid. <laughs> Which Where is, it's like, here's our vignettes, and we're gonna just gonna go out there and lose. It's like you. that's well, and not only that. So I had reported last week ahead of NXT that Vince McMahon specifically said I want to do edgier stuff, language, different iconography, which was the bar and a lot of that stuff, uh, language, racier things from the women, and yeah, I had one top talent in NXT say, I'll believe it when I see it. And then the night, the night that that Briggs stuff aired, I I had people say, yeah, Macklin and Wesley Blake pitched that repeatedly okay. in NXT. And they were told, no, they couldn't do the bar stuff. But that, that was the Forgotten Sons was supposed to be more like that than it was what it became. So th- there are some changes uh, being made. Ricardo yeah, but said, they, ahead, they always overcompensate edgy for adult or mature. And that's yeah. that's the issue. I mean, when I read that thing about, well, we we want skimpier clothing on the women. I go, that, that's not exactly the problem right now because yes. you've built up a great women's division of wrestlers. They can actually do give them some characterization. Like I love the I love the Electra Lopez Carmen San Diego cosplay. I think it's fantastic. But uh yeah, it, it's not that. It, 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 it that's attitude era thinking that they're doing again. If you know, you know swear words and, and, and hot chicks that, that I mean, that's, that's pretty and, much. Uh, you, yeah. and the swear words on TV are more swearier than ever. Yes. And let me tell you, everybody's got the internet. Yeah. They, they can see attractive people whenever they want. Uh, I know what's edgier. Hard, erect penises, <laughs> Jeff. That that's edgier having a hard erect penis and blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night. You can plan ahead, be ready whenever the opportunity arises. I don't know, like maybe Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with the, one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll get your prescription in days. It's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office. No more awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Just good. Discreet shit. packaging. Wow. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> it is discreet packaging. It comes in one of those envelopes. It is uh, the mailman's not going to be like, <laughs> what's up? You got your dick pills. But you know what? <laughs> If you happen to mention it to the mailman, if you happen to mention it to the mailman, he's going to be, where can I get some of those? Because he won't know because it's too discreet. You'll have to say, oh, well, you can go to bluechew.com. You can use that code FIGHTFUL. You can get your first shipment free, pal. And he's going to go, you know what? I think I'm going to have to do that. Bluechew.com. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Just pay $5 shipping. Tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door. It's good stuff. Troy <laughs> Butler says, I'll take PG wrestling over edgier, mediocre wrestling any day. Good storytelling is all people want. And right yep. now that's part of the appeal of, of Steiner's kid too. Yep. New guy comes in, kills people, wants to go for the title. Yes. That's wrestling, guys. Like, I, I love, love the, it. I love the smaller Creed brother too. Oh, yeah. The, the one who talks. I love them both. I love oh, them both. That's all I would. That's. 
that's all I want out of a studio wrestling show is guys killing other people, cutting promos and building to the big match later. That It's not that hard. I heard that whole group really pushed for them to get in because they were like, hey, look at these guys. Like, I guess they impressed at PC Live. Jamin Cito Gomez says, might sound crazy, but NXT is the WWE show I look forward to most of the every week. A lot of green, but there's different stuff going on every 10 minutes. For an ADHD guy like me. That's way true. <laughs> yep. It's for an ADHD audience too. That I mean, that if you like the Royal Rumble, you'll probably like NXT 2.0. There's something different going on all the time. There's, there's almost always going to be something to like on the show. Yeah, like. but you kind of hit it on the head a little bit with the spaghetti-ness of it. Yeah. Throwing a lot of things at the wall, like the, the Wendy Williams knockoff last night. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's it's just it's it's a lot. And I wonder if they're going to give some of these things time or if it's going to be one of those things, much like the main roster, where it's like, well, we tried it a couple weeks and we're just going to be bored with it now. A uh, bit of news. PW Insiders just reported Alexa Bliss having sinus surgery. Uh, Sheamus is having no surgery as well. Hope they get well soon. Ricardo says kind of want EO to run out her contract and leave. A lot of people do, but. You never, I, again, I will not pretend to understand the motivations of creators, millionaires. I don't know that she's a millionaire at this stage, probably not, but I will not try to understand the motivations of people like that, where they, where they are in life or anything like that. So I want her to face the top tier on the main roster again. Yeah. That Sasha match was fantastic. I want some Bailey action. I want some Charlotte action. I want some Oscar action. Give That's what I want. I want the best to fight the best and EO who is fantastic doesn't have a lot, a lot of people there to, to really have a great match with. Now you we were talking about the theme of the women last night. The yeah. one glaring omission to me was Kaylee Ray, not being anywhere on this show. Yep. And she is great. I mean, what she's been doing in NXT UK, putting that division on her back is something. Now if she's getting moved up, fantastic. But, you know, they just introduced her two weeks ago to be a contender for Raquel, and now nothing. I mean, the fact that we've had some good Raws and SmackDowns lately, and AEW is good every week, and we spent most of the show talking about NXT shows that there's something there. There's something there. It's just, I don't know what it is yet. I have no clue. Uh, Jeff says, flashbacks of SRS, Bauer, <laughs> Alex, and Hawkins. Hope JV is okay. Yeah, it's business stuff. Are WWE putting on... Uh, shows worth watching due to live crowds, NFL or AEW. It's yes. hard. It's hard for me to understand what kicks Vince McMahon in the ass, Jeff. Like I don't, I can't pretend to understand his motivations either. I always think his motivation is who's getting, is who's getting press. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. I think he sees AEW getting press and he wants to knock them out. I don't think it's ratings per se, although I think ratings are important. I don't think it's beating Monday night football. I think that's kind of important, but he's been going up against football for years now and he's planned things for kickoffs of shows like 20 minutes in was when like the undertaker would come out when he was on the show, just to go up against the uh, kickoff of Monday night football. I, I think, uh, I think not being the, uh, the pretty girl in the room is what yeah. kicks him in the butt. Yep. I, you know what? That would that would that would make a lot of sense to me. Not being the prettiest girl at prom. Mm -hmm. How come everybody's got... not talking about me right now? How come yeah. not, everybody's not talking about us? What are we doing wrong? 
We got a lot of people talking about the draft. Uh, Nicholas McClymont says, I'd love to see WWE do an NBA, an NBA NFL style draft. Well, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, you know, this draft, I've, I've talked to people in the company and I've said this to them. It's the most wasted opportunity they have really for a theme show every year. They could really do this upright and do it like a real draft and do analysis of picks and all these other things that every draft show you see does with like on-site things, trades, anything, anything you want in the world of drafts, it could happen. And what they decided on, <laughs> at least that first year, was to have like the Fox football robot in a room doing cheering when they drafted people. It was it was bad. They do. There are great ideas to be had, but I don't trust them to ever be able to execute them. So this is what they do. And they're always, they're always contrived. I mean, you can see what's going on as they do it. If you have half of a working brain. So it's, it's, it's always, I I would just assume them not do the live draft and just go, okay, here's where everybody's going to end up. Let's do a Let's do a season premiere as opposed to the draft. Cause there's no real, like if the intercontinental champion is drafted, then the U.S. champs getting drafted to the other show, you know, if, if, <laughs> they'll they break up one tag team a year, and this year I think it's going to be the Street Profits. Yeah, and they'll probably that. turn Montez heel or something like that when it happens. But yeah, I I find I find the draft not exciting because of all the things they do to ruin the specialty of having separate brands and separate rosters with like. Here's the other thing: when when Vince gets in a bind, all of a sudden. Roman Reigns starts showing up on Raw every week. Hmm. And then they call it, uh, what, the quarterly <laughs> fast pass for talent yes. swaps or whatever euphemism they're using this year. It's, it's, uh, whenever yeah. he gets lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of questions about the draft. KE775 says, How many NXT talent do you think, get, think gets drafted? I think Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, uh, Zia Lee. Those got those will go up, and then I think Frankie Monet as well as uh, L.A. Knight will probably go up. I think for those women, none of them are on that day because I don't think any of them are a big enough star to sure. to constitute. I think they're going to be the quote unquote day two on the website type address, like uh, who is it? Uh, Huas or two of Huas? Yeah, is that him? That got trapped in Iran, and they used him one week. But I mean, they, they drafted Humberto in the middle. Like he got a really yes. high pick. I know. I think there's a chance for Kelgos. Really? I think I think just a, a new toy syndrome. Yeah. She's a, although I'm not gonna. I think say she what is I'm so much of what they hoped Naya would be. Yes. I, I just think so. Uh, Jamin Cito Gomez says the computer draft selection thing was better. Well, I mean they they've done various different kinds of drafts. They've done the draft where it is you win a match and you get a random selection. They've done the draft where you redraft the entire roster. They've done the shakeup. They've done a lot of different things and they still haven't provided any details about that. Uh, go to fightfulselect.com guys Friday ahead of the draft. I'll let you know what talent knows, what people in WWE knows, like all that good stuff, plenty of stuff over there for that. But Michael Here. Branson says, I missed the old school style drafts. They did. Lottery system roulette style video revealing the selection. It was fine, but yeah. there'd always be like, especially when 
they they were really getting through to you that Raw was the A show. And they'd have their non-player character managers of the various shows. They'd make the guy who was running SmackDown look like a total idiot. It's like every star is getting drafted by Raw. And here's the SmackDown GM. I'm going to, you know, the cruiserweight champions. The and then, then they would do those weird things where it was like, oh, okay, well, we're going to do a, a deal where Triple H gets traded, but he's getting traded for like four wrestlers. Yes. Like, and Shane Helms even told me when I spoke to him about the draft, he was like, yeah, I think that was another thing to get him over. Like, to make him look like, Oh, he's worth both Dudley's and Rico and Jackie and Booker T. All of them, like all of them, are as good as him. Now, uh, the one time they 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 did to Jr. That was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was working on a draft piece. I wanted to do a big like draft thing, like I did inside the Royal Rumble. But unfortunately, I just didn't talk to as many people in that period of time that had been a part of the draft. And uh, he's one that I want to talk to. I got to talk to him about How it. How have they not invoked a Mel Kuyper character for these drafts? I know. Peter Rosenberg is going to be it. Oh, God. It's going to be Rosenberg. Oh, it's going to be Rosenberg or Roberts. You're right. No. Uh, McAfee, I like Roberts, McAfee it Because McAfee's entertaining. Oh, that'd be good. Does. That'd be so good. George Barfield says, seeing Jeff in the Jimmy Van spot. Back in the high life again. <laughs> the Steve uh, Winwood reference, $1 for that one. Yeah, I'm not as rich as Jimmy, unfortunately. Jamin Cito Gomez. Yeah, he reminded me of the one they did for like a month. It was a month-long draft. The yeah. 05 draft where new guys showed up each week. And it was really smart how they did that because they set up their pay-per-view to where both titles were on the Raw pay-per-view because the person from... Uh, one of the champions didn't get drafted until afterwards, which I thought was really good. Here's the other thing that kind of messes it up a little bit. I'll let you get to that Alexa super chat in a sec, but NXT not having any skin in the game to be able to take people while getting rated really hurts. I mean, I would have, I would have loved to have seen like a three brand draft and just, I would have too. Or where they can protect a certain number of people on Mm -hmm. their roster. Um, stellar Justin Lopez says, saw the report to hit row might go up. Think it's way too soon. If true, because besides swerve, they're hella green. Yes, they are. Uh, Ashanti, the Adonis is pretty good though. Um, but yes, I do think it's a little early, uh, for that. Within a and, year and a half, oh three boy. of them are cut. Vince and writing top, for him. And top dollar is the only one remaining. Oh my gosh. You're right. Nerd Guru says McAfee is the perfect for uh, perfect for a draft analysis show. And uh, yeah, I agree with that. And JJ says tune in tomorrow uh, for the distractions draft show. So yes, we have righteous Reg, Phil Lindsay and William Washington of our new Saturday show. Grapsity. Make sure you check that out noon every Saturday on fightful. They're going to be taking on team distraction in the draft uh if it gives you any indication last year jeremy tried to draft our truth number one overall <laughs> well so he I'm is a sure, champion yes i'm sure that wouldn't be terrible but make sure you check out their 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 draft show tomorrow and check out grapsity on saturday uh mr cj Lilly says any news on how long alexa is off tv we're in i hope she's healthy mentally physically and comes back fresh i do not know uh i have put off nasal surgery for like 15 years because I didn't want the long recovery time. I don't know how long she'll be out. Any, any guesses? Could that also be wrapped up into possible nuptials too? 
possible what? Nuptials. She's getting married. Oh, I don't know. That would make sense. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, I don't know if there's a date yet. I know they're engaged. (laughs) Hannah M says, I saw someone calling him Keith Bearcat Lee instead of Bearcat Keith. Reminds me of SmackDown Shut Your Mouth Creator Wrestler when you had to give them a name like Share the Ninja Delaware. Because <laughs> they couldn't say your name on the uh, on the broadcast. They didn't have the audio in there. So they'd be like, the ninja is doing great. <laughs> <laughs> and they're always the Bearcat is really taking it to him. One of those <laughs> all the time. Uh, guys, get in your super chats as we wrap up this show. Lots of draft talk today. Lots of NXT talk today. Uh, made me very happy to see that. But anything specifically you're you're looking forward to on the horizon of wrestling? I, I'm looking forward to this Josh Alexander Christian Cage match. Yes, I, I love Josh Alexander. I do. It's uh, someone I was very happy to come back. And I remember yeah. he uh, when he was with Monster Mafia with Paige as PWG tag champs. He had to take some time off uh, for the brain, although. It was from Canada, so there might have been travel visa issues, too. Yeah. I don't know if that was a work or not. But, uh, no, Impact is a very solid roster. It's very yes. underrated to, to me. Um, About to get point better from I think, what I understand, too. Hmm? About to get better from what I understand, yeah. too. You know, their women's division is is pretty darn strong, too. Uh, yep. To the point where I think AEW should be a little jealous. Yeah, I, I, I like that match. I'm looking... I just, I love watching AEW week to week. I do. The Dynamite show, just, I'll watch it for two hours. As long as Jericho's not on commentary, it's very enjoyable for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, make sure you subscribe to Fightful Select. As, as Hannah says, we're 30 from 4,500. And that number will decrease significantly at the beginning of the month because of all the mid-month cancellations and whatnot. But I've got a big story coming up on Friday per usual. Uh WWE USA Network, their relationship. If you like the one we did about Fox last week where I told you uh, who Vince McMahon interacted with personally, who he met with, a lot of the deals made there, uh, broke news of a Staples Center thing. There were some people, Jeff, that were like, you didn't bury them. This wasn't worth the hype. And I was like, do you all think that I'm going to go into this and be like, I got to bury them? Like, I think anytime I hype a story, somebody thinks somebody's getting yeah, and I, I saw people I saw people taking you out of context too. It's like they said that they weren't yeah. happy because they weren't getting three million viewers. They never said anything like never. that. Never. Never. I, I got the tip for the story by somebody saying the relationship was strained. So I was like, I'm gonna find out if it's strained, or at least I'm gonna try to find out. And as a result, it snowballed because I was talking to this one person, a person from another network wanted to talk to me. All of a sudden, because I talked to those people, people in WDB wanted to talk to me. They wanted to correct course or they wanted to save face or they wanted to make things look better, whatever it may be. But I went and verified all this information separately. And there's a lot of this in the USA Network one this Friday. And not just that. I think the best stuff is coming next Friday because I've got one on WWE and streaming services. And there's a real juicy piece of info in there Mm. that you guys are going to like an awful lot. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to have a lot of really good news uh throughout this weekend that you guys are gonna dig chris rain says i'm loving starks on commentary instead of jericho he's way better yeah even though he doesn't know anybody's theme song no (laughs) 
Uh, I, I wanted to take a question from Twitter when I was announced to be on the list because I really kind of yeah. liked it. They asked for a memory of, of what are our memories of uh, John Huber slash Brody Lee. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a semi-personal connection. Uh, when I started doing Shake Them Ropes, which is my territory, uh, I that's when I actually started, quote-unquote, traveling for wrestling. I never did it as a younger person, but I went up to uh san jose for that very very first nxt show during mania weekend when they were they weren't sure they were going to do takeovers or live shows they just wanted to see how all this worked this is when you know sasha and charlotte and kevin owens and Sami Zayn were still on the roster up there yeah and i went with uh a, a certain aforementioned vice president of uh aew and his wife were with me in the group and he had never heard of aew or whatever and i was I was, I was ranting and raving about this woman named Sasha Banks, who I thought was fantastic wrestler, and oh, she's gonna be a huge star. Oh, Trust oh, me, oh. he had never heard of her, or whatever. But uh, we're watching; it's a great show and everything. He just uh, Harrington turns to me and goes, uh, "So do you want to meet her?" I go, "What?" He goes, "You want to meet Sasha Banks?" And I, I said, "What?" He goes, "No, uh, John." Uh, I texted him and his wife and her are best friends. And he said, yeah, he'd vouch for you. And you can, uh, if you wanted to meet her, you could. And I said, uh, no, thanks. I'm not a, I'm not, I, I, yeah. I'm not, that's not me. That's not me. But that's a guy who just said, Hey, I'm going to do a favor for a guy. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I, that to me speaks volumes of the amount of trust he had in his friends and just the, the, favors he would do to a complete stranger i i just thought that was one of the coolest things in the world and that just put him way cool on the uh on the on the scale for me i i i uh i never really got to thank i i, I said thank you through chris of course but you yeah know, i never got to personally say thank you but i just i thought that was a real cool offer on his part so i've only got one story about Brody lee because i i only spoke with him directly one time i had heard from people in wwe that he took exception to the way somebody was eliminated in uh i think it was one one of his last matches or it was the the mania of 2019 that battle royal okay and he was looking out for somebody heard he raised some hell about how somebody was eliminated and wanted to make sure they were taken care of and i reached out to him i was going to do a story on it and he was like i appreciate you reaching out he's like He's like, I, he's like, I don't care if the story gets out there. And he's like, but I want to make sure you got the right information. And he can, he confirmed it. He's like, yeah, I was not happy about that. But the way that he got off the phone with me, he said, got a big fucking scoop for you. And then he hung up on me. I never talked to him again. No, that, but that was, I love that bit. Like McCarron used yes. to do that with, with me on the show. And now we're going to talk about AEW. And then he just stopped the podcast. He started getting a response. Hey, you know, they cut off the podcast too early. It's like, nah, love that bit. That is fantastic. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. It was, you, you think know, Rowan shows gonna, up tonight, you know, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. to see. Cause I mean, he popped up there that, that time, which was mm -hmm. nice. But uh, if there was going to be one time I spoke to him, I'm, I'm glad I got to see that range because it was me getting to speak with him in a professional manner, basically a story of him caring for somebody else being reaffirmed and then getting ribbed by him was pretty cool too. So um, yeah, uh, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. We'll be here after the AEW show tonight. 
I'm heading over to do the list goes on. I don't even know what, what I'm talking about. You want to do that with me? It's like 10 minutes. Sure. So we'll be over there on Fightful Select right after this. Hannah M says, my favorite Brody story is when he dropped into the sweet stream raffle and managed to win the Xbox they were giving away. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, and Demon Diva says, Punk fears Hook. Who among us doesn't? He's dreamy. Yeah, the hair is special. <laughs> Guys, until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.